Welcome to Podcast Me Anything. I'm your host, Matthew Passy, and today we are broadcasting from quite a unique location. I am sitting inside of a podcast studio, quite a nice podcast studio, inside of all things a staple store. Yes, that's Staples. The, the office retailer, the paper, the printing, the copying, they are opening up shared workspaces, and as part of this rollout, they are also including podcast studios. We are here on the opening day of this project in Somerville, Massachusetts. And we'll be getting a little bit of a dive into a few of these locations around the area, but excited to be here at the main location. Just wrapped up a recording of Fish Nerds podcast with Clay Groves. Had a lot of fun. And uh, from what I can tell, this place sounds great. But we're not going to talk too much about the studio, although it is nice and maybe we'll talk a little bit about it. But I'm excited because as part of being here with Clay for Fish Nerds, I got the chance to meet Steve Meter. He operates something called Podcast New Hampshire. You can learn more about it at podcastnh.com. He is also the host of a podcast called We Need to Talk, and he'll obviously get a chance to tell us what we need to talk about and what that show is all about. But Steve, thank you for being willing to give up some of your time here on Podcast Me Anything. Oh, I'm so happy to be here today, Matt, and thank you for inviting me. So you probably didn't know too much about these studios coming into it. So I'm curious, just your initial reaction, impression to what you walked into this morning and, and you know, how it was recording that first show today. I mean, it, it's beautiful because I had no expectations going in. Staples Connect just launching. Huge, huge. I went, first thing I did, went to the bathroom because it was a long drive here. <laughs> uh, and I walked through some co-working spaces, some private office spaces. And then they have this podcast studio, which is beautiful. These walls look like stone, but they're actually soundproofing. They have some glass where shoppers can actually watch, which I think is great advertising for any show. Maybe creepy. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit creepy, but I'm okay with creepy if it means that I get more listens. That's true. And uh, the glass, I asked about that thinking, you know, that's going to cause some reverb. Nope. They tipped it one degree to prevent that. So the sound quality is exceptional. The equipment, absolutely top tier. I'm really, really impressed by what Staples put together here today. Yeah, these are uh, even better than my imagination. I've been I've known about this project for a little while, but walking in and actually seeing it in person, it is it is a real studio. It is. This would be a great place for people to podcast out of. Or honestly, I think once they expand and they grow everywhere, a place to put your guests, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. we want to record with someone who's not on location. It's like, oh, do you have a microphone? No. Ugh. Do you know how to use this? No. Ugh. Is there a Staples near you? Go over there, hit record, and like imagine that. You can get somebody studio quality in a location that's clean, safe, ostensibly easy to get to depending on where you are. So I can see this being a really exciting project for them. But I want to talk about your project, Podcast New Hampshire, podcastnh.com. Listen free or die is the slogan I'm looking on this t-shirt right now of Podcast NH. So tell me about it. How did that all get started and, and what's the goal here? Well, I'm on Podcast Movement hugely popular on Facebook, a huge resource for any podcaster. If you're not a part of podcast movement, definitely join that group. Agreed. But with that said, I happen to say, you know, anybody from New Hampshire in here, I see those posts all the time. Of course. <laughs> Two people responded, Jason Almay from, and am I allowed to swear on your show? Please. From Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Um, <laughs> and Hannah from Damn You Diary, now an older show. They don't produce anymore, but uh, Shit, Happens, Shit Happens When You Party Naked definitely does. Both responded. And I said, well, let's just get together all in one spot. And I happened to... Uh, I listen to my brother, my brother and me, the McElroy brothers podcast and Justin all the time goes on and buys domains. So I started getting into doing that and I happened to look up podcast and it was available. So I bought it and I figured 
let's just see what we can do to get all of these podcasters, all these people, creatives, really smart people doing the same thing together, share ideas, share resources, be on each other's show, cross promote, just work together as a community. And that was kind of the whole basis behind the initial project. I love this. And there's a couple of really good geocentric podcasting communities, obviously, Florida Podcasters Association is a big one. That's what PodFest grew out of. Podcast Atlanta, Mark Deal, who runs that group, has a huge, huge group. They do a lot of good stuff. You've got the Blueberry guys doing something out in Ohio. Dave Jackson of Libsyn does something in his area. Rob Walsh does something in his area. Podcast Detroit, Pod- IT oh. in the D. Podcast uh, in Detroit. I think they have six different podcast studios just in Detroit, That's which amazing. is mind-blowing. That is amazing. And so, like you said, it's a great way to network, connect. And yeah, I mean, look, a lot of us do this alone. We're in our basements, we're in our closets, maybe we're in our local staples. It's good to get out there and see other people, learn what other people are doing. I love the idea, though, of networking and guesting on each other's shows. So, I mean, does it always work? I mean, does someone like Clay show up with his Fish Nerd show and and goes, "Uh, maybe I should be a guest on that one? Or Vice versa. Maybe they shouldn't be a guest on his show. Yeah. I mean, the the biggest thing I've seen is that the podcasting community is the most welcoming community I've ever been a part of just naturally. That's true. And the fact that I can be on another person's show is that's a huge outreach for me. And then for them to be on my show, they get a chance to be in front of my audience. So we're sharing audience of people who, you know, right now podcasting is continuing to grow. And the people who are listening to podcasts, it's not like you're fighting over, you know, that's my listener. It's like, let's share listeners because you don't, nobody listens to just one podcast or very few people. It's more, you listen to a few. So there's never a, I don't think there's ever any issue with, with sharing audiences and, or with, you know, content. Sometimes there are chances where there's a show that wouldn't fit for the guests to be able to promote, cross promote. But we have other ways that people have been able to cross promote, like through the Facebook or through the website or, or whatever. So it's it's not necessarily always just being on each other's show, but that's such a huge opportunity for people. Well, I think you're alluding to, I mean, just moral support. Yeah. A lot of us do this alone. Maybe we get good download numbers, but we don't always hear from our audience. And so yeah. it's just good to have somebody out there patting you on the back saying, good job. That it, was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed really doing is. it. Like I'm sure Clay, admittedly, I never listened to a show. I've known Clay for a while, but- not a fishing person, just wouldn't hit my radar, but that was a ton of fun to be on a show. And so that was a great experience. And if you are into fishing, even the littlest, idiotiest bit, fish nerds, great experience to be on that show. Definitely worth checking out. You also alluded to something about there's plenty of time to listen to as many podcasts as you want. Mm-hmm. And right, like there's two challenges I always tell everyone when you're podcasting. One, we still have to convince people to listen. And then once we do that, then we have to convince people to listen to our shows. Mm -hmm. So, right. If you can eliminate that first problem by talking to existing podcast consumers, you know, your marketing struggles, you've overcome half that battle. Mm. So I think that's just, you know, that's a great way to get in front of other people. And also, like you said, it's not like your shows air at the same time. I can listen to yours at seven, his at eight, that person's at nine. And truthfully, most people, once they start listening, once they realize what's out there in the world, they listen to a lot of stuff. It's just so easy and convenient and there's so much out there. And I know even while I was originally producing podcasts, I wasn't listening to them early in my career. Mm. And then once I actually was able to listen conveniently, I stopped listening to everything else. (laughs) 
everything else. I recently rediscovered music. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was very happy I did, but mixing that in with like, when I'm in a, in a car ride, the car ride here, I was listening to podcasts the whole way. Yeah. And it's just, it's a great way to pass the time. You can learn, you can be entertained. You can, anything you want from consuming content, you can get through podcasting. Yeah. I mean, I had a almost six hour drive coming up here yesterday and yeah, the whole time was just back to back to back podcast consumption. So I want to talk a little bit more about this local. So you're also kind of, you have a vision for taking this beyond New Hampshire though, right? Yes, sir. So what's the, what's the vision here? Tell us a little about that. The vision is podcastusa.org. It's currently up and running. I believe right now we're in 13 states, represent over 500 shows. It's just the idea is every state has its own community. The biggest struggle right now is finding leaders, finding people who want to take the reins and put in the ex extra effort to help promote other shows and build a community, building that culture. But everywhere where it started, it spreads like wildfire. Everybody loves the idea. Local meetups, small ones, big ones. It's just an awesome opportunity for people to get together and do what they love. So do you put like a template out there in place for those local leaders in order to recreate what you've done at podcast uh, New Hampshire? Yeah. So I offer to, I own all the domains. I offer to run all of the websites and do all of the backlogging stuff all. And I create and admin all of the Facebook groups and the pages. So all I ask is for a little bit of help in helping share shows and actually like getting other shows in the community on board. And then of course, on the local grassroots level, actually like putting together get togethers and, and people actually talking in a face-to-face -face basis. It's funny. What I'm hearing you say is like exactly the same language that's being used as people talk about campaigning for 2020 election, right? Mm -hmm. Like the Democrats are like, we have local organizers on the ground in all these different States. We give them the tools to do this, but we run the back. Like, it's just so funny how it mimics what's going on in, in politics right now on that level. No, absolutely. And I mean, that's really what you like. The basis behind politics is to get everybody behind one idea, one. And this happens to be personified as a person on the campaign level, but on the podcasting level, the idea is community. The idea is people working together, creatives getting together. We did podcast New Hampshire meetup. We've done that two consecutive years now since the actual inception of podcast New Hampshire. And people love the meetups because you're meeting different people doing the same thing. And we always have recording space, much like this, there at the meetup where creatives, you know, you meet somebody else just like what happened here today. Exactly and you're like, what happened here we today. should be creating content. I love what you're doing. Let's create content. We want the ability to create content. And the other thing we do, which is really cool, is we live stream the entire event. Wow. So people can come and go and sit down at, we have three mics set up, sit down. So now you have two different shows who, like we were talking earlier, maybe the gaming podcast and the fish podcast don't have formats that allow them to cross promote. This gives them the opportunity to cross promote, to work together, to share their personalities across each other's shows in a really unique way. And then finally, we have guest speakers who come in and, and talk about different things. We had branding, we had SEO, and we had po just podcast in general speakers this year. And everybody loved it, got questions answered, and got a lot of really, really good information. That's awesome. So I got to wonder, you know, the one thing that I have seen a lot of people struggle with with meetups, and especially in the podcasting space, is how do you find the location, hmm. one that is affordable, is accessible, is convenient, that has the right hours. And then how do you find one that makes it easy for you to create content out of? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. And the, the beauty of podcasters is everyone's so helpful. 
So the first year we did at the New Hampshire Audubon in Concord, because I figured that was the most centralized place. And I really wanted Clay Groves to come because he, <laughs> he actually on the side had created Podcast New Hampshire. And then I had created it independently like two years later. So he had already had 15 or 20 shows. And then when we got together and talked, we merged everything together under one umbrella and created a super group nice. that grew so great. But we went to the New Hampshire Audubon and we just had a second room and people all, everybody brought equipment. Everybody brings one thing. All of a sudden you have a, you have a, a smorgasbord of radio. Webcams and microphones it's, it and was mixers. Beautiful. And, you know, I brought a lot of my own personal stuff, but everybody was so happy and, and excited to be like, what can I bring? What can I bring? It was really, really cool experience. And so how often are you doing the meetups a year? In New Hampshire, we do it once a year. This year was in Londonderry. There was a member of Podcast New Hampshire who owns a co-working space oh, with cool. multiple podcast studios built into it and a ton of extra rooms and then one big event hall. So we did it there and he let us do that for free as he's a part of the community. So we came in, we advertised, we that that's where we were, which is great. And uh, we had tons of space to do what we wanted to do. It was really, really fun. People from Maine, Mass, a guy from New Jersey came up. It was a huge, huge event, really exciting. So who's the guy from, I'm just curious, who's the guy from Jersey that came up? Yeah, he owns a Scavengers Network and he is, uh, he's really, really good at what he does. And naturally right now I'm blanking on his name and I'm going to remember it and yell it out at a really inopportune time. I'll be sure to have the microphone ready for that. Fair enough. I'll get one of those shotgun mics that Clay was telling us about uh, <laughs> off air, which none of that's going to mean anything to any of you because you probably won't be listening to Fish Nerds before you do this the way we got to listen to it. Very cool. Well, Steve, it has been a pleasure. If anybody wants to learn more about you, wants to become a part of Podcast USA, maybe they have a small group or they've been thinking about it and they just didn't have the infrastructure in place to do it, how do they reach out to you? Yeah, let's get it all under the same brand and let's work together to build this. PodcastUSA.org. Oh, and lastly, tell us about your show. We need to talk. Oh, yeah. My show is We Need to Talk. It's me and my best friend, Pepin. Uh, so it's Meter and Pepin, and we talk about anything and everything. We pick a topic, and we just talk on an intellectual level while also making dick jokes. We call it hashtag smart comedy. I like hashtag smart comedy. I mean, you know what? I need some more podcasts for my ride home tomorrow, so I will check that out. Steve Meter, part of podcastnh.com, podcastusa.org, and one of the hosts of We Need to Talk. Steve, thanks so much for joining me here on Podcast Me Anything. Yeah, thank you so much, Matt.